Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Hold up. But that's what it is. You always say call a spade a spade. If you don't have the potential, then fuck it. Yeah. Oh shit, I messed up already. Oh shit, so. Oh my god. But they know they're not buried material. Exactly. Oh my god. Podcasting is therapy for me. I mean, I really don't do it for no other reason because I just like being honest and telling my truth in hopes that it'll help people be more transparent and honest about what it is they like, what it is they love, what it is they hate. I mean, if we can't be honest with ourselves, then what the fuck are we doing? You are now listening to The Reality Is. What up, world? This is Anthony Roberts. And Artesia. Host and co-host of The Reality Is, where a filter becomes extinct. Today's episode of The Reality Is is brought to you by Spreaker, so listen to the world's trendiest podcast or create your own on Spreaker. I'm actually glad to be back, but before we jump into the actual episode, Mm -hmm. I've been seeing a lot of people, and this is just me personally, a lot of people's profiles on social media and what they use to promote their business Mm -hmm. is garbage. Oh, wow. Very shitty. Very shitty. Like, in 2018, you shouldn't be taking pictures that are blurred. You but sh- what if it's not in your budget though? If it's not everybody, in the- everybody ain't able. Well, you can upgrade your iPhone. That's one thing. You can upgrade your iPhone. You can actually buy you a small little camera. You can get you a T3i or a T5i, mm-hmm. and you can take better pictures. Or today's episode is also brought to you by Poster Board Productions. Where if you don't want that shitty quality, you want to upgrade your website, you want to make your Instagram slam, if you got a podcast and you want to make your audio visualizers pop, what is an audio visualizer? Go check out our page where you'll see images with audio snippets from the podcast. If you want somebody who can design graphics, mm-hmm. design your website for a small fee, of course. Mm-hmm. Maybe not even a not small even fee. A small fee. <laughs> <laughs> we not gonna because say professionalism and dope content is what you will get if you reach out to the homie Poster Boy at Poster Boy Productions. He can give you a dope uh, content, a dope platform, and create professionalism for your business. And you can do all of that and have all of that by going to www.posterboy.me. That's P O S T E R B O I Boy.me. I just think that people, I mean, at this point in time, if you got $50, if you got a team, yeah. you should be and able to reinvest put, it in what you're trying to do. You have to. Mm-hmm. I'm broke half the time because every time I get a paycheck or make any kind of money, mm-hmm. I'm putting that shit back into where I live, back into what we do, back mm-hmm. into making the quality better. Like some people sometimes hit me up and they'll be like, yo, bro, like the y'all podcast sound a little bit better today. It sounded like this today. It sounded, you know, mm-hmm. warm today. Well, that's because we try to invest in having the best quality mm-hmm. that we can. Now, I'm curious to see how what the feedback. 
feedback is going to be for this episode because this is also the first episode in your new place. In my new place, that yes. is right. But, you know, it may be a little echo, echoey in the background. I'm mm-hmm. trying to work on canceling some of the echo, and I don't even know if you can hear the air. But I'm in a new place. I'm happy to be in a new place. I'm excited to be in this new place. Thanks, mm-hmm. you know, for you helping me move in. A few times you came through, mm-hmm. and you helped me move some stuff in, stuff in and helped me get set up. I'm just glad you got some elevators. That's true. Because <laughs> that three, that three, three flight stores, walk yeah. up was I think not every, Everybody's cute. been good. Like, even when I order from Uber Eats, like, when they come now, they're not out of breath. Yeah. They're not sweating from 102-degree weather. They're not trying to get out of walking upstairs That's true. anymore. Now, it was, a, it was two young girls. It was one girl that came and brought me some chicken one day. And she was like, well, we can you come down? I was like, they have elevators. Mm-hmm. It's a front desk. You check in. You come up the elevator. You get off the elevator. You follow the sign. Yeah, because again, I'm paying for this service. I'm, like, paying. I'm paying for you to deliver my food to the door. And so. what I don't like, and Uber Eats need to check their damn clients for the, or check their damn employees for this. Drivers. Mm-hmm. That drive, you shouldn't, if you come deliver me food and all I see is a picture of your face, mm-hmm. don't have somebody else delivering the food. Exactly. Or if it's just your face. Don't have another motherfucker come into the door when you deliver the food to her. Because I'm an aggressive person. Mm-hmm. So if I open the door and I'm expecting one person. And, and then it's I, two. You don't know what they did. Like, well, not what even they that. And one, yeah. And one hiding off to the side. Because when they brought the chicken that time, it was like she one girl had the chicken. And mm-hmm. I was like, where's my drink? And then the girl just magically appeared <laughs> from the left side. And I was like, oh, shit. She she's needed like, some help. Yeah. She's like, but here's your drink. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm thinking you couldn't hold a box of yeah, chicken in one hand. You should have just asked for a drink carrier. And like then because I don't appreciate opening up the door expecting one person and two people come up. That makes me think of that hood shit. Like on what was that movie with uh Megan Good and Tyrese? Oh, Waist Deep. Yeah. Yes. And then he got jacked because her ass was distracting him. And yeah, yeah that's the kind of shit it makes me think of. Yeah. That's my mindset. Yeah. Don't fuck with me. For I sure. always have a knife on me if I don't have no gun nowhere around. Yeah. And you hate knives, yeah. I hate knives. Well, I like guns too, but my attitude is a little bit yippee than yours is. Oh, yeah, I can control it. Yeah, I'm a little bit more gun cold. If it's disrespect, I just can't tolerate that kind of shit. (laughs) So before we get started, man, I wanted to give a shout out to the homie. Um, Let me pull it up real quick. It's Jazzman. It's Jazzman. On Instagram. On Instagram. I don't know how long he's been following the podcast, but I know I woke up this morning. And I tell the listeners all the time, your feedback matters. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't leave a rating and review on, you know, on like uh, Spotify or yeah, any or other Apple other platforms, Podcast. if you don't leave a review, that's fine. But it's stuff like this. I woke up to It's Jazzman saying, good morning. Y'all are hella dope. The wife and I have been listening to you guys for a couple of weeks now, and it's given us life. Keep it up for real. Much love from Oakland, California. And in my mind, I was just like, you know what, and man? It's crazy because then I just tell you yesterday, like, I wanted to go to Oakland, like, Oh, it's yeah. so weird. And we were supposed to be actually in Oakland this coming up week. Yeah, we for were. For like a tech convention. Yeah. But uh, somebody keep dropping the ball. It wasn't us. It ain't us, but it's a <laughs> lot of motherfuckers that's dropping the ball. <laughs> that's all that matters. These niggas straight up just keep dropping the ball. <laughs> but... You know, it is what it is. So, it's Jasmine. Um, I don't know your real name, bro, but I want to say thank you. I appreciate yes. it. And uh, your words did make my day and my morning mm-hmm. for this Saturday morning. I definitely appreciate it. So, I didn't get to... I, I think we all know Aretha Franklin passed away. Yes. Um, yes Queen of Soul. Did. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to... You know, growing up, a lot of people... We did have music playing. You know, when you wake up on Saturday morning, Sunday mm-hmm. morning, your parents would have the music playing. I got my record yeah, player with a couple of records. The house, to the house was clean. The house music was, clean. was playing while you cleaned up. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, yesterday was the memorial service. Well, actually, it was the the funeral. They had like a four day memorial thing. Four days. Yeah, it was like four days worth of events. Like Lazarus. She, <laughs> she thought she was gonna wake up. Like they had her body, uh, you know, available for viewing to the public at mm-hmm. the African American Museum in Detroit yeah. for two days, and then they did like a gospel tribute or something concert yeah. on one day at the church and then yesterday was the funeral now i was watching the funeral i started watching the funeral at work we got off early so i let it play so in the you car actually didn't do any work i mean no because okay. i just wanted to get you to actually say that shit <laughs> no, on wax because this motherfucker anything. said first you said i watched that work yeah we i got started watching it we got off we got early. off early <laughs> They let us leave at noon yesterday, so we had a half day. But we were watching, you know, me and my uh, fellow African-American co-worker. Mm-hmm. We're the only two in the office. So we were watching a funeral, and we had hella feedback. So we didn't do any work. That's so sad. But I let it play in the car while I was driving. And now, I want, I could, now, this is what I want y'all to follow. She went to work. I'm just doing the colorful, uh, the colorful commentary. She went to work. The funeral was delayed. The funeral was delayed. So it started around like 10 something maybe. But it was on. It was on. Then she said she left work. Continue. It was in the car. I let it play in the car. Oh my God. And she lives all the way across town. (laughs) I mean, she works all the way across town and lives on the other side. Exactly. Go ahead. So, well, with traffic, it took me about like 30, 45 minutes to get home. And it was still on. So when I got home, I found the channel on TV. I actually put it on the TV. Jesus Christ. I think we talked. A we couple did. of times We did I even watched it For like an hour And then I couldn't Watch it no more Cause I was just like This so shit is So literally It was I was texting my homegirl From work So now we talking 10 to 12 From 12 well, to 12 45 Yeah From like 12 45 We talked an hour To 2 o'clock Yeah And so then I text my homegirl At half-time. like 4 45 And I said Bitch You still watching She said I gave up the ghost It's still It didn't go off Until like 6 o'clock 10 to 6. <laughs> so Aretha Franklin had to work <laughs> on her. Uh, and first of all, she had a different outfit on. Like, she changed outfits and er- like they changed her outfits and everything. I so, was about to say, she didn't change shit. <laughs> yeah. They changed her outfits. Like, so from the from the viewing to the funeral, they changed the casket. Like, she had a totally different casket at the funeral, totally different I wonder outfit. if she asked for that. I'm pretty sure she had this set up. But if she did, what's crazy is the fact that she had all of this set up, lined up, yeah. and didn't have a wheel. But think about that. They said she did not have a wheel. That's dangerous. Yes, yeah, very dangerous. For everything that's left behind. Exactly. Man. You know how it is with small potatoes yeah. and like a regular everyday family. And you'll have niggas turn people apart for ten thousand. I told you when my mom died, my grandmother tried to take me to court. But you, she didn't leave ten thousand dollars behind. So <laughs> no, she didn't. All right, <laughs> but it is families that but leave still, ten thousand dollars behind. But that was the amount that she was trying it. to sue me for for whatever guy, reason. I don't know if yeah. she had bills for ten thousand dollars, but she tried to sue me for ten thousand. I think the average African American is, is in debt of a minimum of at least ten thousand dollars. I'd say that's a, that's true. Yeah, because you got to think about least. credit cards. And the reason I say at least is because what people don't understand is even if you are still paying your car note monthly, it's still considered a it's debt. It's still considered yeah. a debt. So if you go look at your credit and it says you got a Mercedes your debt to income ratio, yeah, and your debt to income ratio, your debt is higher than your income. Of course, it's going to be because most of the time we've a lot of y'all, not even just black people. Let's be real. Oh, white the white folks, ones are the worst. White people are credit freaks, credit gods, Everything and they're leasing they geniuses. Oh, I'll put it on a credit card. Yeah. 
or because you know with my work mm-hmm. i see that all the time yeah. where people are living mm-hmm. beyond their means yeah. and they are like well let me see which credit card will work today and, why and they're so you, comfortable and, and saying why, yeah. this shit and while all you black people out here want to live like white folks and, and bend it like beckham and shit you are doing You're actually following In the right shoes These motherfuckers Are in debt too They have million dollar homes And half a million dollar cars And two million dollar uh, uh, Salaries But think about A million dollar home And a half a million dollar car And can't go nowhere And can't, can't go nothing. nowhere Or do a motherfucking thing Because they out here Stunting for the people Right in this city mm-hmm. And both of y'all Ain't going nowhere You bitch you so anyway, this funeral lasted so long. I thought it was, I tuned in solely for the uh, performances. You know, I did want to see a few of the tributes, but it was kind of difficult to keep watching. Like it was so long. I felt like that this service was long enough to carry me over uh, for six months. I think I talked to you a couple of weeks ago and told you that I was missing church. Like I was like, I, I might need to go visit church again. Yeah, and it made me feel too much like it was church. So I just kind of felt now, like Now, it really felt like church. Like the singing was good. Yeah. Now, the old school gospel always takes me there. I don't know what me this too. new school stuff is. but New school stuff make school you want to grab some pussy and cuff some ass. Oh. <laughs> That's what the new school gospel means. And then these girls, I mean, but you think about when you go to church, these women ain't dressing like women. No. Oh, and okay, so that's that they're leads dressing, us. They're dressing like women. That but. leads us to one of the highlights of the funeral because Ariana Grande oh, she performed. Yeah, yeah. She was up on stage with the shortest dress. Like, how are you in the pulpit with this dress on and you swinging this ponytail and you got, got that little Al, tight ass? You got Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, Bill Clinton <laughs> sitting right behind you. Real, the the two things <laughs> that we're not supposed to talk about at work is church and state mm-hmm. because both of them are political. Mm-hmm. Proceed. So anyway, she performed. Uh, they they panned the but camera. Who, who, but name the people again. Uh, Al Sharpton. Let's slow down. Now, when we talk about Al, he was he had a big grin on his face. Yeah, he, he lost a lot of weight. He feels he's smaller. Himself. He feeling himself. He taking <laughs> back shot selfies since 2017. His hair is still slick back, but he cut it, so now it's thin and not puffy. <laughs> and then he's already been spotted out here with these young hoes. Yeah. So we know Al like them. Who's the next person? Uh, we got Jesse Jackson. Jesse Jackson. Jesse Jackson. Honestly, I kind of felt bad looking at Jesse because you know he came out earlier this year saying that he had Parkinson's, and um, oh, I was about to say something. Yeah. So funny, please, but I won't cry before no you do, don't say anything about I'm glad him. Glad Jesse Jackson is still alive. Yes, exactly. And so then we had Bill Clinton. Now Bill Clinton, he had a really big Lewinsky. Grip. <laughs> he had a really big grin on his face. Like I think that was one of the most popular memes that was going across the, you know, over social media. Because we know, we all know, white men. They was love like, Bill girls. is about to risk it all again. White men love <laughs> girls who look like they love women who look like little girls mm-hmm. and sound like something little girls. about that innocence factor. Mm-hmm. They want to take it. Yeah, sounds like a little bit of like rape, mm-hmm. pedophilia. Yeah, <laughs> just a little bit. So, anyways, uh, she sang "You Make Me Feel," like you know, like a natural woman. Um, I, personally, I think she struggled through the song. Well, personally, I think. But I give her credit for getting up there. I don't know who called her. I I don't know. I don't know. But I was like, she was not even thought of in somebody. She was way at the back of some. She was at the back of whoever had her daddy's ball sack. So whoever burped her, I have no idea. Her daddy wasn't even alive yet. How when, she ended up on a program, but more power to you. Yeah, of course. I was looking forward to uh, the Clark sisters. They came and did their thing. Yeah, that's old school. They, church. As soon as they hit that, is my living in vain? Yeah. took me all the it way is in. Is my living? Oh my god! That sounds like some SWV escape R and B music, though. To be honest with you, it's <laughs> always been around. Uh, 
Fantasia. She took her shoes off before she even started her song. Hood gospel. Yes, love it. Uh, Jennifer Hudson, they tapped her. She did Amazing Grace. Mm-hmm. She did a great job. And Beyonce wasn't there? No, be, well, no. She on the, on the run tour. She got money to make. <laughs> Speaking of also who wasn't there was Barack Obama. Bereezy. And Black Twitter kind of had a few things to say about that. I'm so sick of us. And I don't understand, like, God, he was tapped to do the McCain memorial or and something. It's unfortunately, I like John McCain, and I told somebody mm-hmm. the other day, when John McCain ran against Obama in 2010, mm-hmm. I voted for McCain. Okay, well, I didn't vote for him, but I've, he's someone that I have admired. Like, regardless of your political views or your well, stances, even, like, wait, you whoa, have whoa, whoa, to... Whoa, 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 I didn't vote for McCain. I'm, I'm yeah, because I don't even think you voted at all. No, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't see you fucking it up now. I voted the first time. <laughs> I didn't vote the second time. Okay. The second time, the lives were too long. The first time, it was historical. Okay. So you did but participate in I a historical did. Yes, vote. you just didn't know me like that at that time. I did know. Negro, please. We weren't dating, though. Yes, we were. In 2010? Yes. It's 2008. We were together for six no. years. We was kicking. Okay, we was kicking. That's the point in time we was kicking and I was still fucking other girls. Niggas <sighs> always try to get you caught up. Fellas, watch out for black women because even after you have uh, moved on and y'all are broken up, they will ask you questions like, Was, was oh, that really sure? 2010? It was. That's when Obama okay. was in fucking office. Matter of fact, 2009, like he... really. It was okay, so the yeah. 2009 we, yeah. uh, primaries or whatever in November is when you vote and then they announce the shit in January and he stands up and he does the oath. Why do I feel like that was just like yesterday? Because hoes always trying to lock a nigga down. I know that's not, what, just, that's, <laughs> not, that's not what I was doing. But anyways, so I oh, didn't vote man. for McCain. And I'm but, so glad you didn't get offended when I said hoes because oh, you know what it is. No, yeah, we're good. We're, we live in a night. Me and her live in a uh 1980 society we don't take shit so literal yeah but john mccain is somebody that i do or i did admire and respect just for um his service to the country so a lot of people had something to say about the fact that barack obama has seemingly always put politics ahead of the people yeah but he's that he's a politician and he he did send a resolution um that al sharpton read so the fact that he acknowledged and he couldn't be in both places at the same time, but he did acknowledge the service. I think that was, he did a great job. Well, not only is that, I mean, let's be honest. He is a politician. Mm-hmm. He is still part of American history. Exactly. John McCain is an American hero. And it was requested that he be there when, mind you, Before our current president was not, he, that he not was actually invited. asked not to attend. So white people <laughs> from a red state of Arizona said, fuck Trump. Mm-hmm. Obama, come through exactly. and give us that eulogy. Exactly. But this is what people have to understand, and I'm starting to understand it more when it comes to business. You, Obama knew he was going to take some flack. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he knew like I talked to Barry, mm-hmm. but what I do feel like I understand oh, is on, you look at every perspective of things, because how many times have we had events and then something happens and me and you will sit down and talk and we'll be like, we shit tomorrow matter of fact we trying to plan something for tomorrow but we're supposed to be somewhere tomorrow yeah. but then it's at the same time we're kind of like which one is more important or which mm-hmm. one do we do do we build something mm-hmm. and keep building and cultivating what we're trying to do or do we go do this because this person is a friend and he's mm-hmm. asked us to be there yeah you know and, that you and may we, be seeing we're trying to figure out a way to where we can actually go to do everything both, but we're human and call. we can't we can't, can't make be everywhere everything at one time. every so, time. So. When you want to be a leader, which I feel like both of us are, mm-hmm. when you want to be a leader at something, even when you're doing good, 
it's going to be spoken of in a negative action mm-hmm. or in a negative way. It's kind of like even going back to Obama. You talked about several times how when Obama was in office, how black people dogged him and said, oh, he could have done more. That's because I think black people. If his agenda was only for black people. Exactly. But y'all are asking, y'all asked of Obama to do more for us and not to be funny when it seems like. And this is my rebuttal when it seems like I got the window open. So excuse mm-hmm. the noise. But when it seems like people like Trump are focusing on their people, we dog him. Mm-hmm. And I understand why you're dogging him. But it's like then you are allowing people to criticize Obama for doing the same shit. So mm-hmm. what he tried to do is just be a general party that focuses on the people because when this government and was created and advancing people. the people like i think black people thought that by electing him it was going to somehow be like a magic pill to and it's all, just all of, of the problems you that can't we're erase with. 500 years no with eight years no just like tanahasi coast got that po- that book i haven't even started reading it yet i bought it i'm looking mm-hmm. at it right now we were eight years in power Mm-hmm. I can't wait to read that book because he's gonna. I know he's gonna dive into that part mm-hmm. and how people. I can't wait. We're gonna have to do a review on that book. But it's like yeah, black people I'm gotta stop looking. It. We just we gotta stop looking for a handout. Exactly. We are so fucking strong, and if we learn to work together, mm-hmm. we will be okay. So speaking about this, let's talk about the controversial uh, eulogy that was delivered by by uh, Reverend Jasper Williams, which. At this point, I was, was that already... the guy that was holding Ariana Grande. No, okay. no, no, no. This is um, this is actually their family eulogist. Like he uh, the gave family the, eulogist. Yeah, he gave the eulogy for her father like thirty some years ago. So he was, you know, requested to come and do the eulogy for her. Yeah. And he had a few good points because one at one point during the sermon, he said that um, straight people needed to respect gays and gays needed to respect straights. That's something that I can That's agree with. True. Um, but there were a couple of things that he said when he said them, I was just like, okay, that's all fine and dandy, but that was not the time nor the place to me. I think some preachers need to realize that, um, just because you have an opportunity to speak to the masses doesn't mean everything needs to be said. But that's the thing about pastors. They always trying to put themselves on. Yeah. And so he was very, like, he was very old school. Um, he even went as far as to say that black lives don't matter. Oh shit. This Um, nigga tripping. Kanye well, apologized and this nigga picked up the baton. He said he said black lives don't matter in a sense of they they shouldn't matter to anyone else because they don't matter to us because uh they statistics show us, that black on black crime is, you know, the highest. Yeah. So while I understood what he but was trying to say. But listen to this, though. These are the things that you see with the, when the people say the statistics. Mm-hmm. Are we pulling the statistics for the white people? And when we're pulling those statistics, is it a governmental, a government statistic? Exactly. Because if white people make up 62 to 63 percent of the American population, mm-hmm. if 200,000 black people were killed, it's not going to be the same if it's 200,000 white people is killed. Mm-hmm. It would have to be or not to be funny. Some people would be like, oh, well, theirs is 18 percent. Ours is 30 percent. Mm-hmm. Well, let's look at let's dive into the percentage numbers. Or is it 660,000 people that they killed and mm-hmm. we killed 200,000? Neither one of them is better. But you got to start looking at stuff like that, because that's why the narrative of America is fucked up right now. And yeah. teachers can't even teach that Columbus did not discover this motherfucker when we know this nigga did not discover it. Yeah. I just think that for everything that Aretha Frank 
Franklin like fought for as far as the civil rights movement because she was heavily involved in that. He shouldn't have said that. It shit. was like a slap in the like to me. It was a slap in the face. I don't know. And at one point, I kind of feel like is it just me? Am I tripping or whatever? So well, of course, you know, I went to Black Twitter. Some of that shit is family business. Exactly. You talk so, about that shit amongst Black people. This is a televised. And he thing. put this out there for everybody. And he was basically saying that Black America has lost its soul. Um, he was saying how Black women are incapable of raising sons alone, like sons turning them into men. We know that we can't cover everything, but black women have been raising sons yeah. alone yeah. for a long time. And he's a man, exactly. which means he needs to talk directly to black men. Have a symposium or a seminar yes. and you speak that shit, yes. but you're trying to make a name for yourself on CNN uh-huh, by because, saying this shit yeah. and they're going to eat that motherfucking shit And he shit titled up. this sermon Aretha Franklin, Queen of Soul, but his whole purpose was trying to tie the fact that black America has lost its soul. I'm not even going to dog him out on, on this uh, podcast because then that would mean I'm doing the same shit that he just did. But it, you got to be able to talk about shit behind closed doors. And like mm-hmm. I said, again, have a symposium about building. Always, that's one thing we always talk about is resolution. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be problems, but nobody ever comes and with a fucking resolution And that's what I appreciated from uh, Stevie Wonder because... I don't even think Gladys Knight was on on the program, but after this eulogy, because it was so painful to sit through, uh, she got up and she sang a song, and then Stevie Wonder closed us out. And he even said he was like, "We can talk about Did the problem." Did you just say closed us out? Yeah, closed us out. Because I feel like I was, she was there. I was there. Well, if you put eight hours into it, you I was there, there you Negro. Was dedicated to it. That's, <laughs> that's like if I watch a two and a half hour movie. When I bought, when I watched Black Panther, I thought I was there. Yeah. So I know shout out, shout out to Max. Auntie Maxine, because the one of the uh, preachers gave her a shout out. And Maxine, who? Maxine Waters. Oh yeah. Yeah, Auntie Maxine. No, so, that's Grandma Maxine. Well, she's Y'all Auntie. Being kind. She's Auntie. But um, shout out to her because the one of the preachers gave her a shout out, and he had the crowd. You know, basically the whole audience was like, "We've got your back." Yeah. She gave the Wakanda salute. Love her. Love yeah. her. But we that's the but, that, and that's the kind of thing we have to do, man. Mm-hmm. And what I was going to say with Stevie Wonder, he basically got up and in all of two minutes, he gave what we needed as opposed to the 60 minute sermon that Reverend Jasper thought he was giving. So he was like, we can talk about all the problems. He was like, but the only thing that's going to basically heal us is love. Because at a funeral, you need to speak to the family. You need yeah. to speak to the grief that they're experiencing. Not to the goddamn Not world. Exactly. To try to get your point across. Exactly. And that's what I felt like he was doing. He was using yeah, his platform, his five minutes, well, they turned into 50, um, to, I guess, give his personal message, which should have been saved for a Sunday sermon, if that's what you wanted to do. Mm. And my mama used to tell me that she thought I was going to be a pastor. Well, you're ministering in other ways. And that's exactly what she said. I mean, it is. I'm not a pastor. No, you're not a pastor. I'm but just this a real is... nigga out here trying to spit some real shit and be honest. And it can be considered a ministry to other people. So, and speaking of being honest, mm-hmm. earlier today, me and you, before we even started this podcast, mm-hmm. we had a little spiff, mm-hmm. a little spat. Yes. A little disagreement. Mm-hmm. A debate. Or a debate, as you like to say. It was a debate because I don't believe in raising my voice. I don't either. Sometimes you can because of passion. Yes, but I true. didn't. No, today. I know. You did a good job today. <laughs> you did a good job. Ha <laughs> ha. You did a good job. But this is the thing, though. I did reach out to you mm-hmm. and I said, hey, I got something coming up. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get it paid. Mm-hmm. I may need your help. Mm hmm. So you said, all right, cool. Let me know. Let me know how much it is. 
I'll shoot it to you. And I was like, I'll pay you back for sure. Mm -hmm. And the time came where I needed to take care of this. And you even asked me, you said, hey, I got you. Do you still need it? And Mm -hmm. I said, no, I'm working on something. Mm -hmm. And you said, okay. And a couple hours passed. And before we got on the thing, I was like, yes, I was able to get, you know, whatever I told you I was going to get and get that taken care of. And you was like, so you, you got the money from somewhere else. And I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you was like, so you kind of took. I took offense to you it. You took offense because... to it. But I was like, I was just trying to save you money by getting something from somebody else who owes me something. So instead of taking your money, I could just get what somebody else owed me to where I could take mm-hmm. care of that. That way I don't have to pay you back. I don't got to pay nobody. And while all of that is fine and dandy, um, I'm going to give a little bit of backstory. Because, yes, you did reach out to me. Yes, I did agree to help you out. Yes, you did. Um, But within this past week, I've noticed that your energy has been different. Not saying that you've treated me any kind of way or bad or whatever, but your energy had been off. So I was just saying, why go through all the trouble of trying to do whatever it is that you was doing seemingly at the last minute when you already knew it was going to be taken care of. Well, first of all, it wasn't last minute. No, I'm just, I said seemingly, I, I mean, I know, no. I just, I just have to jump in. No, I have to say like, seemingly because that's when it was presented to me, like at the last minute, like on the day of that it was supposed to be, you know, no, taken care of or no, something. No, no, no. Not saying it. I talked to you like a week prior to that. Yeah, you asked me initially, but like you just said, when it came time to actually do it, that's when you told me. So this is what we're trying to get to Mm because we we came to this conclusion. When you're running it, like, so we run a business together, Mm -hmm. but there are certain things that I'm trying to make happen on my end so the business flourishes more because this is my baby. Mm -hmm. You have kids. Those are your babies. You invest in them. I don't have that. So the only thing I have to invest in is myself. And sometimes as a man, yes, we have to subdue our egos a little bit to, you know, accept help and be willing to ask for help Mm -hmm. from people. But sometimes, or at least I know for me, I know I've talked on the podcast about struggling a little bit over the last year, Mm -hmm. you know, not because I'm not good with managing money, but because I did start a business, a media company to run and I empower people, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes I employ people to do what they love to do, Mm -hmm. whether it be podcast and videographer, whatever the case may be. But the point of the matter is I had bad business deals, Mm -hmm. bad business deals that anybody else probably would have gave up. But I'm just not that dude. And I have people like you who support me and other people behind me who support me. So it was just one of those things where I have felt like, you know what, I've been struggling for a minute. I've been asking for a lot of help. Mm -hmm. So it was just one of those things where men, men will know when I say this, when we can do something for ourselves, it makes it better. Mm -hmm. So this is how fucking real I am. So for the event. Normally when we do events or we do anything or we travel, we both go shopping for something. Mm-hmm. Or I'll be like, hey, I want to give me some shoes or I want to do an outfit or whatever. Well, for this event that we just had for the reality is, shout out to all the panelists and people who came. But with this event, I wasn't able to buy anything. Mm-hmm. And it's like I watched you shop and you did your thing and I was happy for you. But you was like, hey, let's go do whatever. And I was like, financially, I'm not even able to do that. Mm-hmm. Not this time around. And you was like, cool, I'll take you. Let's go get, let's go get you an outfit. I'll take you shopping. And I was like... I appreciate it, but nah, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. And you was like, it ain't even like that. I just want to do it for you. And I was like, no. And you was like, I know you don't have the money right now to do it, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, but even if you bought it as a man, it still doesn't feel the same. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's a difference no, if somebody gives that. you $500 and then you know you went out and worked and you made 1000 No, I definitely understand that. But as a woman and as the nurturer and as the fixer that I am, for me, I like to, I enjoy feeling like somebody can depend on me. 
and feeling like somebody if they if they need me they know I'm there so for me when you reached out to me and you said hey I might need this and I'm like okay cool I got you and then it's time to make it happen and I'm like hey you know let me know what's up and you like oh that's okay I got it but to I, me I took yeah. it like a slap in the face so even though you didn't mean it that way yeah. and I probably shouldn't have taken it that way yeah. but that's how I took it and then like I told you I was like that could have been a time you could have just supported me and been like yo that's dope you came up with the money I don't know how you did it but mm-hmm. thanks for saving you know and you know it was, thank, a, le- it was a learning on, experience on, but, but thanks for letting me because I'll forget but thanks for you know you could have just said oh you got it from somewhere else that's cool um, I'm glad you got it taken care of mm-hmm. whatever you know you always come up with something because you know me I'm always figuring out ways to to mm-hmm. create income or find resolution or make sure I get you know get better myself mm-hmm. so for me I was like you could have took that as a learning point to just be like hey congratulations or that's dope that you got it done so on and so forth if you need well, anything i'm still here next time i will be sure to be like you know what good job you said that four years ago <laughs> that's why you laugh <laughs> that motherfucker said I, we had this conversation four years ago back when we was together and believe you me you still have not got the lesson because that was the first thing i came to you and said i was like you still ain't got it yet but I've gotten so many other lessons, y'all. So don't don't think that I'm just oh, okay. over here not Let learning the shit. Pass over your head. So man, let, let, to, to be on a little uh, on a lighter note, college game day came back on today. College football. I don't watch the NFL. I'm not protesting the NFL. I started with the protest and I did like a three three week protest. Because of the, you know, what's going on with the flag yeah. and how they did Kaepernick. And Shout then, out to him for uh, this week, I think, being able to move forward with his collusion case. Yeah, I did yeah, see that. that I saw was, like a little, a big deal. I saw it running across the bottom of the screen. Yeah. So I'm happy about college game day. Today, Notre Dame, I got to help him get off here so I can start getting prepped for the game. But Notre Dame plays Michigan today. So I was excited about that. And I always love college game day because Lee Corso, the old mm-hmm. uh, Italian guy. You got me guy into it. Yeah, he has a personality. Yes. Him and Desmond Howard and... Um, What's that motherfucker's name? I can't think of it, but the two white guys. I know. One I of them is really Kurt Herbstreit. Kurt Herbstreit. A white guy. Kurt, yeah, it's yes. Kurt Herbstreit. And then it's another, I forgot the other guy's name. But anyway, so I was like, you know what? I'm happy to see Lee Corso on here. Mm-hmm. And I, you were over here, and I was like, where's Lee Corso at? I know, I was looking for him. And I was like, Lee Corso? Where the fuck is Lee Corso at? And the last I had heard, he had been sick, so I didn't know if he was going to be able to be on for this season. So I go to Twitter because I'm yeah. like, okay, if I want to know something really quick, I'm going to go to Twitter. You got to figure it out. So these comments that I was reading when I was on Twitter were just quite disparaging. Um, you know, quite a few people were like, oh, it's time to take him out to pasture because he's like 80-something, right? Yeah, and still doing his thing. He had he a is. heart attack last year or a stroke last year. He bounced back from that shit. Yeah, and then I think somebody, he lost his wife. He bounced back from that shit. Yes, and somebody had the nerve to be like, oh he can't even form a complete sentence you know it's time to take him out to pasture and then uh cause he always puts the mat, the like the headgear on yeah to like, pick that's his, his team thing. he picks the team who wins so, today he picked Notre Dame go Irish so somebody tweeted and they were like oh they still putting mascot heads on the corpse of Lee Corso and I'm like Jesus how cruel are people now why that was very witty that was very witty. I'm not giving that no credit. I'm not giving that no credit. Because I felt I was like, you disrespectful mother. It's so this is the thing about it. I get criticized on the podcast. You know, people criticize me for the mm-hmm. way I talk. You know, they're like, you country. Mm-hmm. Some people, you know, but the good outweighs the bad. But you know, I heard people say stuff like you ignorant people or you don't gonna have people always gonna have something to say. And you know, sometimes, you know, if they come in the DMs and they talking shit or if they come in on there and I may say, Hey, fuck you, suck my dick, bitch. But Uh-oh. you know, and just give them a Who little knew? one two and just get off, you know. I don't feed into it. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh, they say whatever they say. If it's disrespectful, I'll be like, okay, you can suck my dick too. Mm. Let me pass your tonsils. Fuck you. Keep it moving. Okay. Because I know it's coming. 
So you motherfucking fuckheads, like give these people a break. And half the people who behind these screens doing that, you ain't attractive. You probably no, fat and sloppy, and even, even if have a real skinny, needle dicking it in life, and just piss poor in your own career. Mm-hmm. Quit shitting on other people because you shit. So thankfully, he Get came your out shit together. And he he came on the show later, and he looks good. Like he did even did a good. little dance. Did the Irish He was dance. speaking clearly. Yeah. Like I don't even see what these comments were. Maybe about. he was hot. Shit, it's still the summertime. He's probably hot. You know, dehydrated. He old. Probably got to pee a lot, so they running him off the stage a little bit more. <laughs> Hang in there, Lily. I got you back, man. <laughs> I got you, Lily. We're gonna do this thing. He picked Notre Dame. Go Irish. We wanted to answer some unanswered. I guess I'll be answering, and you can yeah. give a perspective because we had questions that we didn't get to answer. Because it was a male panel, so exactly, and we didn't get to answer all the questions from the from the uh, the live event a couple of weeks ago. And when I say that, we were talk. We had the panelists up there. We were talking about relationships from love, um, from the beginning where you're courting or you're dating to mm-hmm. be married and dating intentional. So what we did, we had people write on a piece of paper while they were in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the homie Harper. He came and got him. He brought him to the stage. Yay. And Michelle, our moderator, would read him, and then all four of the guys would answer. Mm-hmm. So, overall, without reading yeah. the actual uh, image, that's your mic. Yeah. That's your mic. Oh, okay. Your lip, her lip bumped the mic, y'all. She had like it was an unorganized, uh, un, uh, what's the word? I'm unidentifiable <laughs> dick. The way you backed up off of the mic. It's your mic. You have one mic. That's your mic. That's your shit. So I didn't one, know I got it out the you know, you just moved, so I got it out of a random box. So you wrote this down because I didn't write this. So let me find it real quick. I'm gonna read this shit. Oh, I didn't know you wanted re- yeah, wanted to read that, the that, actual question. Yeah, because that ain't gonna work right there. You you talking about people Well, because validation. you said Okay, so it's two questions. <laughs> the first one said, I don't know who wrote this. I wish I knew the woman who wrote it. She said, What role do men play in good girls coming back in style? With so many women willing to be basic bitches or side chicks, where do men take responsibility to support women and reinforce the value of a woman with standards? Mm. Coming from a man, I think it's up to you to, 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 to reinforce what type of woman you want to be yeah, and what type of woman that men should see. Mm-hmm. We're going after, we're, men are aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Like when we see something, it's visual. Then we talking to you and then all that connection shit comes later. But I don't think there's nothing we can do. Like good girls, like good girls aren't out of style. Good girls. Good girls. uh, Good girls are never one out of style. If you a good girl, as long as you fucking and sucking, let's just be real. mm -hmm. You will always be in style because niggas are out here looking for good girls every day. What is a good girl? To me, a good girl is somebody who's holding somebody else down. Who's not looking at because I ain't seen nobody looking for no good girl because I'm a good girl. I'm going to be a good girl to the day I die. But you don't go nowhere or do nothing. Either. I do things. Now you about to start. I I I've always done things. I okay. stopped. What is a basic bitch? What is your idea of a basic bitch? But since she, if if a basic bitch to me is the girl who's all in pictures, snapping like she's everything, or like she got it like that, or got money, mm-hmm. but you go back home to the old apartment with the little cornball shit on the ceiling. Or, That's basic, basic to or me. a basic bitch can be common sense wise. Like you just you, don't have you good just don't common, have common sense. sense. You're not like, open minded. Yeah. You don't have to have a not you can have a degree and still be a basic bitch. Mm-hmm. Now I will say this if you are past the age of thirty five and you are working in a call center and you've been there for more than ten years, that makes you basic. Because Shots that means fired. because that doom 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 <laughs> because that makes it seem like you are just okay with that shit. Yeah. 
I mean, a call people, center is a passing through phase. That call mm-hmm. to me, call centers are jobs for people who just got out of high school, mm-hmm. who are they in college, and want to make a little money more college. than working retail exactly. or fast and, food. And they'll work with your schedule because if you go to school in the morning, they'll let your ass work till eleven at night. Yeah. And if you go at night, they'll let you work in the morning. So those exactly. are those type of jobs. And then she says side chicks. We all know what side chicks are. Side, side chicks, chicks have forever been a thing. And side like, chicks will forever be a thing. You yeah. will never be able to kill off side Eradicate chicks. Eradicate them. You won't be able to do that. Because even when a nigga get a good girl, mm-hmm. that he good girl ain't going to do bitch. something. And that side girl may come through and be able to supply that. Oh, ain't no may about it. She going to do Just it. like the ants got a job. Just like the spiders got a job. Just like the birds and the fish got a goddamn job. Mm-hmm. Side chicks and basic bitches. And good girls all have a job. So I'm sorry if this answer sounds depressing, but this cycle of life is not going anywhere. But it's I think she kind of meant, like, at what point do guys... But it's, I mean, it's up to the individual guy that you may be guy. interacting with or whatever. And then I feel like if a lot of women, if you always have bad relationships, and it goes for, for guys, too, mm-hmm. you got to look at yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I know with me, like, I, I, I say all the time, I've had, I've had three to four real relationships where the 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 I was about to say the marriages they lasted so goddamn long but like me and you were six <laughs> years before you was like eh, it was about like a year two years almost and then before that it was like four years and then I dated a girl all through high school mm-hmm. so for me it's like I'm pretty much in there mm-hmm. and I have to look at the energy if I look at why I broke up or why these girls broke up with me it never it never was anything negative we mm-hmm. just weren't meant to be at that time ever or whatever the case may be yeah. but I think if you're always attracting that negative energy of a guy who's shitting on you mm-hmm. who's abusive who's a lackluster who has no ambition then you gotta look at yourself yeah but what okay so with that with people looking at themselves maybe you don't attract somebody that's negative maybe you just like for me I always attract old guys like old men what is that I know I have an old soul but what is it that I'm giving off you have a kid if it was me I would say you have like a you have a innocent vibe to you Oh, okay. Like a ki- it could come off as a kitty vibe. I tell you all the time, you have a kitty laugh. Sometimes your voice changes. Mm-hmm. So not to be funny, like I said, old daddies like young girls. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so what about the? So I get old daddies, and I get like hood niggas. Hood niggas probably you probably seem like the type they could control, because you look soft and sweet and innocent. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, this is interesting. Yeah. Okay. They already know if you got a girl, if you can see a hood bitch with a fat ass and a side tattoo and like some kind of weave, she probably good and got a nigga, she probably good at fucking, but she will check his ass anywhere. That's the ones you'd be like, come out here, Lena. Come out here, Leonard. I see you in like them the kind. You the kind <laughs> that's probably just gonna call him or you gonna say whatever you gotta say to him and then it's gonna be done. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you niggas be tricked. I mean, that's just me saying that. No, I mean, I'm just asking. Inquiring minds wanted to know. I mean, you've got other dudes who are like my style or whatever in the in between stage of whatever. Very far, few in between. But when you get them, most of them it's it's still like sex. Yeah, that's all it is. I remember at my old place. I don't know if I told this story on the podcast, but at my old place, it was the the football guy. I forgot his name, but the guy who played for the Cowboys. And I always I always saw him in the fucking place, (laughs) and. You know, I would always see him pull up, and I was like, okay, he got a girl here. Mm-hmm. And I think you ended up running into him one time, and you was like, hey, I ran into so-and-so. Do you know so-and-so who played for the Cowboys? I was like, yeah, I know I him. thought he was lying, because he was like, you don't know who I am? And I'm yeah. like, and I, I hate when guys do, do that. that yeah. Like, I don't care who you are. Yeah. So I remember telling him, I remember you telling me, and I was like, yeah, he did. You know, that's real. He do play. And I was mm-hmm. like, I see him down there all the time. And you was like, oh, he's just cool. He gave me his card. I gave him my card. told him what I did, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. So I remember when me and you were leaving the building one day, he was walking by. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you looked at him, I think you slightly spoke, 
Mm-hmm. And then he really didn't speak. Mm-hmm. So when I walked, when he passed by, I just kind of laughed. And when I walked out, he was like, why are you laughing? I was like, that nigga attracted to you. I was like, and you really kind of barely spoke to him. But he didn't speak at all. I was like, and he, you told him you had a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I was like, he didn't even speak, but y'all supposed to be cool? Mm-hmm. If y'all was cool, y'all would have spoken passing. Mm-hmm. But y'all That's didn't. why I spoke. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't tripping. I and then spoke. I think it was, I was telling you that, and you was like, ah, oh, it ain't nothing like that. And I think it was a week later, you came back to my house at like 2 in the morning, and he had texted you by sucking dick. <laughs> And I was like, damn, have y'all been kicking it? Hell and he, no. And he was like, like nah, that's, we did. That's I, 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 when you told me that, I just bust out laughing. I was like, I ain't even surprised. That's the shit that I get, Like, though. a lot of niggas probably be mad, but I was just like, I ain't surprised. That's the shit that I get. Everybody, I don't know, they think because I'm so quiet and shy, they think like I have like this little freak, whatever, personality <laughs> outside. <laughs> so. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that- <laughs> oh gosh! So that's what I get. So most people look at it as like somewhat of a challenge. Yeah. Like they want to know what, how far it can go before yeah. they get me, no, and then they get tired of trying because yeah. they not gonna. Get- so we had a second question too. So we had one more question from the event. They said finding black men who explicitly. Uh, who explicitly prefer black women is hard enough, but the men in their 30s seem to be very happy mingling. Where does that leave black women in their 30s who desire a life, a partner, and no longer want to date casually? Mm. Uh, if you're just looking for a black man, that's your first problem. Yeah. I'm not saying that you should not date black men. It's kind of tough out here these days. I, it, who was it? Was it uh, Chili from... Yeah, you was telling me about yeah, that. Yeah, she came out or an interview surfaced of her saying that she encourages black women to start dating outside their race to open up these options because, you know, it's it's kind of slim pickings out here. Yeah, because it's like, no offense to him, but it's like, it, seem, it seems like half of the black men are gay. Uh, yeah. And then it's like 20% of them are in jail. Yeah. And then the 30% that's left, 15% of that is still niggas who may not have not to be funny they may not have went to college they may mm-hmm. be the call center niggas and then the other 15 percent, not to be funny i feel like myself who went to college who's college educated has a career job who, I ain't gonna listen 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 though. i'm just saying but you have something mm-hmm. that other 15 percent, and i'm putting myself they in don't that do. no it ain't about they don't want to do black women they just know that they are the cream of the motherfucking crop mm-hmm. like on the brothers Mm-hmm. You remember that? Yeah. You know, when they said that shit, that mm-hmm. shit is real. If you are that fit in that 15% of being a black man who's decent looking, mm-hmm. he's making money, mm-hmm. he's college educated, and he has goal his and his potential can actually be reached, mm-hmm. you're you that's you yeah, you that dude. And when niggas know they that dude and they in the gym and working out and they mm-hmm. know they that dude. Even when dudes don't know that they not that's that That's what dude. I'm saying. Like they in the gym working because out, they still getting. At that 15%, yeah. you got black women who love the fuck out of us. Mm-hmm. You got white women that can't keep to the dick off detriment. the. To our own You got white women who love. You got 50% of white women who like to keep the dick on the chin because it's just that Mandingo shit that they own. And then they just love black niggas and whatever. And then you got the other 50% where, of white women who actually just enjoy dating outside of their race and everything. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. open to that shit. Then you got Mexicans who love us damn near almost sometimes like they like black women love us. Then you got all these other women. Mm-hmm. So that's what it is. And niggas don't have to fucking choose. It's not about you not being a good enough woman or you not being good enough, period. Niggas just have so many motherfucking options. They mm-hmm. are enjoying this 50 pack of crayons. Mm-hmm. They're enjoying it. And they dip back some of them twice. 
Well, this topic is kind of depressing for the black women. <laughs> not if you choose to live your life <laughs> no, I on know. your own terms. I not know. the way society says, not the way your mama says oh, you yeah, should for live sure. it, but you just have live to. it like, for yourself. That's the first rule, for, like first and foremost, you have to do what you want to do for yourself, not with whoever else in mind. Now, you did tell me about somebody who said, who I don't know who it was I can't remember but you were talking about somebody who would choose was choosing or why oh, people yeah. choose to be with in so, a, with someone or in a bad relationship opposed to being alone yeah so I have a friend that um recently got out of a, a trying relationship and it's been what I want to say a few months yeah. not not many but a few um and it came out that they a spell. are yeah it came out that they were talking to this person again and so i was just you know letting them know like uh, i hope you're making the best of that like i'm not gonna judge you it's your life you do what you want to do but you just need to be mindful of what it is that you're putting yourself into and the person kind of had like a little breakdown and was like i'd rather be in a shitty relationship than to be by myself and then they went to compare like my life and the life of our other friends to say oh well y'all are married or oh you have kids and your life is easy you don't know what it's like and I'm like girl I've been broken up for almost a year like I done had some lonely nights like I've had some some difficult times so but I'm choosing to stay by myself because I feel like that's what's best for me in this moment yeah and you have to put yourself first like I think and I think that's what's hard for people and mm -hmm. I'm learning to put myself back first mm -hmm. again I mean when me and you were together I felt like I put myself on the back burner a lot as did you yeah and I feel for like sure. it was just a balance of those things where I tell people all the time you have to learn to love yourself and respect yourself mm -hmm. and enjoy and spending your time, time with yourself yeah whether it be through masturbation or a movie all of the above, actually. Just, just do it. <laughs> so, you know, masturbation don't move and get it together. Like I, but you know what? Dating has been so hard. I was talking to a homegirl the other day, and I was like, if I'm gonna get back out here, I don't know if I want to try by online dating or do I? You know, and I was like, that ain't me. I was like, I want to be the type to just randomly meet them. Yeah. Because even when me and you started, that's how I was. It was just like I randomly saw you somewhere, mm -hmm. and then we just picked back up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was just crazy. I, I, I definitely don't feel like you should. Settle, especially if it's abusive relationship. Yeah. If it's an abusive relationship physically or even verbally or emotionally, mm -hmm. like why the fuck would you want to stay there? Yeah. And I just to say that you have somebody. Just to talk to somebody on the phone or that's gonna end up cussing you out because you didn't do something yeah. right. And when I'm lonely and I'm horny, I just rub one out. Find mm -hmm. one of my good videos off my playlist. Mm -hmm. I rub one of the motherfuckers out, I roll a joint. I turn on some TV and before I know it, I'm asleep mm -hmm. and I'm not even. I don't have about any videos, I, but I have a playlist that I use to of set music. Yeah, because I'm a music person. Yeah. Like, so I, I gotta see something. See that? I'll that's turn on that's some the music. difference with masturbation with women and men too. Some yeah. women like to watch porn, but some women are. Good I mean, I, just I can in the bed. watch it, but I prefer setting Low the mood can, myself. Like some candles. Yeah, I like candles. Mood, I have music. my music. You know, and if I'm at work, I'm feeling like nine times out of ten when I'm at work, I know what the fuck I'm doing when I get home because I'm like, yeah. shit. So you listen. So music can get you there. Yeah. See, that's the crazy part, because men, if they're like me, I'm sure it's a man who like music. But I know a lot of men, if they're like me, I need to hear the sound of a woman giving a blowjob. Oh, see, I provide my own soundtrack because I'm that's the one thing that I do. enjoy. like I look forward to doing that when I masturbate, like I'm very loud when I masturbate. And I enjoy the sounds that I make, so. That's great. No, I'm just saying. Good for you. No, I'm just saying. But for me. I do my own soundtrack. As a guy, you watch it, you figure out what it is you're watching, whether it's, it's like head or whether it's whatever, and you figure it out, and it's like, okay. 
Nah, but see, I don't make all them noises though. I don't eat, like. I'm not. Nor- I think for me, it's, like I know it, you used to watch the movies and you people doing it. Like, oh, 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 you be like. Now mine what? don't sound like that. Like, but no, I'm I think, as a guy, oh yeah, though. but I think for me, it's more so of a thing because I am very quiet in nature. So when I'm doing that and I have that release, it's it's more so of like a mental like stimulation as well as physical. Shout out to the homie Frank. Like he say, when I'm going around women that I know I probably shouldn't be fucking. Or I know that I can fuck if I attempt to. I gotta go take two shots to the hand and get that baby batter, baby batter, off the baby off the brain. Batter. That's what Frank <laughs> said. Get that baby batter off the brain. And once you get it off, you think so much clearer. I done been able to send girls home because my balls is empty. I done been able to fight off aggressive kisses because my mm. balls is empty. Aggressive kisses. You know, advances for blowjobs. I've been able to get all of that away from me. Mm. Because of two shots to the hand hand and getting that baby bat off the hand, (laughs) off the brain, off the hand, off the hand, literally. (laughs) (laughs) So this is what we're gonna talk about. First of all, uh, Carlos Pinto. Oh God, I'm so disappointed. That was my that was our go to pizza pizza plug. Not that specific location, but I can't eat at none of the Carmines. Ever again Because oh you want to call Black women darkies For whatever reason But just from the video That I saw He had already been On the phone Calling the police Talking about Two black women Had knives The woman said You lied You were being racist And we pulled our knives Because of the disrespect Is what I'm guessing Happened And even It was one part In the video If you watch the video Carlos Pinto <clears throat> That is a fucked up name Carlos Carlos I'm sure it's Carlos Pinto or something yeah it's still whack so (laughs) he what he did was he called the police and even on the phone he was talking to the police and he's like yeah these black women uh Mm -hmm. well he even called the lady a beast he was like you beast of a yeah yeah and then she was like she talked to one of the black servers in the back and she was like he called me a darkie that mean he feel that way about Mm -hmm. you too and then the dude Carlos Pinto was like well he's one of the good ones I hate that. I hate when you fucking white folks say I that shit. I hate that. If nothing else makes me want to get a oh, noose no. and You're put it different. around your motherfucking neck and hang, like what the fuck? How am I different? I'm, I'm still black. I'm black, and these people are black, whether they yeah. from the ghetto or from fucking uh, wherever they from. Mm-hmm. They still me, and I'm them. Exactly. So what the fuck do you I mean? I hate that. That's like one of my biggest pet peeves. Whatever. So Carmine's Pizzeria in North Dallas. If anybody here in no Dallas listening to this, pepperoni. no more Carmine's Pizza. For me. Unless. Oh. Even, no, I ain't going to even say unless. Because if Carlos Pinto is working there, he done left his mark there. I don't want none of the fucking Carmine's Pizza. I definitely, yeah. and no Carmine's, no, what's that nigga name? Tommy John Pizza, Papa, Papa John. John's. Papa John's yeah, Pizza. Yeah, he left, you know. I ain't still. Yeah. It's just certain shit we got to be. Where is the black folks pizza parlors at? Well, the one that I knew, Go I don't even up think a barbecue, it's barbecue, barbecue, barbecue chicken. The one that I knew, I think is closed. Actually, shit, we need to get one of the motherfuckers back going. Yeah, and new, you know what's so funny about it? I wanted to find the exact location of Carmine's so I could, you know, do something, maybe even rally something and put them on blast. Mm-hmm. But they didn't even release that of shit. Of course the, not, because the, the other the locations have are, have been receiving threats. I was gonna so. light that shit on fire on social media. I was mm-hmm. working on creating something. Yeah. And then they fucked it off. So we're gonna leave on this though, man. We love to talk about race and we love to talk about certain things. So this TV reporter went viral this past week. Her name is Dana White for rocking her natural hair on air for the first time. Mm-hmm. Now the story was major but black folks like myself and others felt like, why the I fuck is this so major? I didn't see the point of the story. Now, she is black because of the one drop rule. 
that was created by white folk a long time ago. Yeah, but it's says not like you, she had an afro. I know, but it just says if you are a biracial, whatever, if a nigga stuck his dick in a white woman, you black. Mm-hmm. So she is a biracial product, I, I think. She's light-skinned, so maybe, you know, we give all kind of colors. But the point of the matter, her hair was straight. She'd been wearing it straight. And honestly, and when they showed me... she wore it with, like, a few curls. Yeah, and when they, they said that she wore her natural hair, so, of course, I'm thinking, okay, she got a fro. So I yeah. scrolled down, and it just looked like a, a fourth of an inch of a Shirley Temple curl pattern. Fourth of an inch. I'm being, and I'm being honest, what's a half of a fourth of an inch? I don't know. Mm. I just... I, I, mean, I just know it wasn't that looking much. Looking at curl. it, I was like, was okay, not, this is natural hair. Like, it's quite right, I understand Luther curl. it. It's quite right, Luther Curl, and then it's just like that. Ah, I she understand this. Ah, but do curl. you realize that if a full, like, full fledged black woman had a win there with her natural hair, how much, like. A flag she would have got? Yes. They just passed a fucking law in some places that said they can't even hire people or they can discriminate against us if and, we have dreads. And prior to me getting my hair locked, like, if I washed my hair, you saw how big it yeah. was. Like, it gets super big. Super big. Now, that would have been. Now, now that would have been worth that going was, viral. Yeah, your shit was like Angela Davis. <laughs> yes. And that's the thing. It's like the news <laughs> controls it so that they can pick. Like, you know how I many black women have went through this and probably got fired? But they picked this little 21-year-old girl that I'm going to be honest with you, I thought she was white or Mexican when I first saw the picture. So I get it. That's dope. Whatever. Gone, girl. Do your thing. Do your thing. But just know that you were being used mm-hmm. as a mark yeah. to the black community. In white America on the news. Be like, oh, we gave him something. We gave him something. So, now, nah, don't give me some. I want a girl who's 100%. I want to see an Angela or, Davis fro. Yes, or at least 92% black. Yeah. And let her see, let that her happen. Yeah. Then that's when I'm going to be like, yo. This is like when I saw one dude, uh, I think we was in Atlanta, and we saw the dude with the dread. No, or oh, like yeah. saying Elsie Granderson on ESPN. He got his dreads. Uh-huh. Now, that's something that shocked me when I yeah. first saw Elsie Granderson. I was like, damn, they got Elsie Granderson, a black dude on here with dreads on fucking TV. Mm-hmm. That shocked me. Exactly. Not that uh, Shirley Temple curl. The baby curl. I'm sorry. I get it. I know it's a lot of light-skinned people, and I know I got some light-skinned friends that probably not going to like me saying that They'll because be okay. of the struggles that they have sometimes. But it's like, no. We talking... We need to know. That's just baby steps. Mm-hmm. We want a whole footprint. Fuck the baby steps. Mm-hmm. And I'll be. I would be um, very curious to see how it's treated if a black woman does that. Does do that. And Dana White, if this buy somehow gets to you, get a blowout and then go back to work. She get a blowout. It's gonna be. If you don't know what a blowout is, look it up. <laughs> But get them to use a blowout kit on your hair and make it as natural looking and throw it out. Then come to work and see if they'll allow you to wear a big ass blowout natural afro. <laughs> then that, to me, will be viral. Oh, God. Be sure to keep up with all things The Reality Is by going to www.therealityis.com. That's T-H-A, The Reality Is. Also, follow us at The Reality Is on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can listen to previous podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Spreaker. And also, if you'd like to be a guest on our podcast, man, hit us up at info at therealityis.com. Last but not least, be sure to leave us a rating or review on whatever platform you listen to the podcast. Again, we don't care if it's a good review. We don't care if it's a bad review. It's Jazz Man. We just want to hear from you. I like that. Shout out to It's Jazz Man for again, again mm-hmm. for making my motherfucking day. Yeah. What I am excited about, y'all, we will have dates coming soon. Mm-hmm. Y'all ask for more panels We about to give you more panels mm-hmm. 
Some of y'all was like, when y'all getting back with Martin Trivialide to do Martin Trivialide? It's coming. Mm-hmm. So, cities like Dallas, mm-hmm. cities like Houston, cities like D.C., Chicago, L.A., and New York, be on Looking the lookout. To them all. all of them. Mm-hmm. We about to do some things. 2019, I'm about to stick all this up in your ass. Not even into 2019, like, nah, you know, nah. finishing out 2018. I'm fucking 2018 in the ass right now. Okay. See my pelvic thrust? Mm-hmm, I see it. Short draft. Yeah. <laughs> we'll check y'all later, man. I always remember the NL Curse the excess success. Most sheep move like That's why I be on my own. My mama thought I was a joke. But Miss Badu told me I'm dope. Nothing else. That's why every beat I'm on is water and I'm Michael Phelps. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.